0: What is up, everybody? My name is Matt Swifty Perry here with the Leader Swift Podcast. Today's episode, we have Tyler Reagan, who used to be the president of Catalyst. He has worked with some of the greatest leaders of our time. He is just an incredible leader himself. Uh, He just launched a leadership podcast, which all of you guys should go check out, subscribe to his and to ours. But he talks about that. So we're excited to have Tyler on the show. We're going to jump right into that conversation with Tyler Reagan. What is up? I am here with my friend Tyler. Tyler, how is it going today?
1: It's good, man. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, we've got about 70 degrees and it's beautiful out.
0: That is awesome. Tyler, you are so experienced in leadership. Um, I've enjoyed learning from you over the years. Tell the people just a little bit about your leadership journey.
1: Yeah, it's been an interesting journey. I I, I fell in leadership under the uh, guidance and, and working directly with Andy Stanley at North Point Community Church and one of the campuses there. And so, it's pretty hard not to fall in love with leadership when you're working with someone who believes in it so much and and is able to articulate it like Andy does. And so, uh, but I've always, even uh, when I became a believer late in high school, I had a lot of people going, you should, you should be a youth pastor or you should lead this. And I think I've always had a natural bent towards kind of the upfront leadership element of leadership, but I've also understood that the power of us using our influence for good, whether it's for two people or 200 or 2000. And so for me, the journey has been there. And then that's probably the most challenging and rewarding part of my leadership is being a husband of 18 or 19 years coming up and then a, um, a dad to two boys. And so that's where my leadership journey really hits, you know, where the rubber hits the road. Do I actually believe what I'm saying to everybody else? And will I do it in my own house? So that's a little bit about it. And, uh, worked like I said, worked with Andy for a decade and then uh, moved over and ran Catalyst conferences for about seven years.
0: That's amazing. So, you've been surrounded by some of the greatest leaders on the planet. Um, that is fantastic. You've been at these conferences, you've hosted them. Um, if you were in a room of leaders and they said, Tyler, give us one tip to help leaders lead better today, what is that tip that you'd give them?
1: Yeah, I. It goes back to kind of my first book, Life Giving Leader, where I talk about when life flows, influence grows, and, it, and it's pretty simple. I think there's a there's a ton of leaders who assume that uh, they're not leaders because they don't have this position or this title. And and John Maxwell defines leadership as influence. And the thing I would add to that is that leadership is influence, and how you steward your influence is your leadership journey. It's just kind of that simple. And. So whether you have, and the problem is I think we all see leadership as a title or a position when we have to see it as what do we currently have in our circle of influence and how are we taking care of that? How are we stewarding that? Because if we're stewarding that well, then you won't be surprised to see when you have two in that circle, all of a sudden there's four and then there's eight and then there's 10 because you're stewarding and you're taking care of that little bit of influence you have. And the next thing you know, it's a little bit like my journey. Next thing I know I've got 20,000 people at an event or whatever watching this thing online and and the influence has grown and it wasn't because of pedigree and it wasn't because of, um, I had this certain type of education and it wasn't because of these things. All those things probably added to it but I believe it's because every time I had a, a circle of influence at this job I took care of it and I grew it and people um, started trusting me and the way that I grew it was that I had life flowing the right direction. It flew. It, it was flowing from me to the people that God it entrusted me uh, to lead.
0: That's so good. I know you talk a lot about it in your book, but practically for the leader who's never read your book yet, um, <laughs> how do we steward our influence in a life-giving way? Like, what is the practical sense in doing that?
1: Yeah, I think it, it, it's, it's all about the direction that life flows. Uh, we've all worked for leaders who take life from us because they're leading so poorly. They require you they take emotion from you they take um, things from you because they are they're simply not leading well and so it's almost like you're having to compensate because you're having to give them grace you're having to give them equipment or you're equipping them you're ha- the flow is incorrect now the truth is though matt we always know that um you know we have to give grace to our leaders but I want to be the kind of leader where when grace is required, it's because I'm out of sorts because I've had a bad day because something's going on in my life, not because that's the usual, that's the everyday scenario. You know what I mean? And so what I really want is for leaders to understand that your job is to let that life flow from you. And if you're uh, listening to this and you you would call yourself a believer or a Christian, to me, that has to come from an overflow of our relationship with God, our relationship with Jesus and and how that plays into the people around us, um, it can't just—so that that's one of the most practical things is how is your—are you reading the Bible and are you praying on a daily basis? Do you listen to worship music? So that when you're leading people, you're leading out of overflow and not out of um, a complete desolation because you haven't been filling yourself up.
0: Yeah, you gave us some really good tips. That was really good. Um, for the leader who was like, man, I'm, I'm hearing this for the first time and— I, I've just heard about a flow. How do they change their flow? They have maybe a negative, unhealthy flow going on. What are some ways yep. to change it to a positive flow?
1: I think it's simply looking. stop looking in internally. Stop looking at yourself and worried about your position and your place in this thing and how, what people think of you and start looking at the people around you. And start going, what can I do for her to call out her uniqueness and also make her a better leader? What can I do for him? He's got all this stuff going on. Um, I'm about to sneeze, Matt. Sorry. Uh, It's coming. Anyway, we'll keep rolling. But uh, it went away. It went away. The sneeze went away. (laughs) But when I look at the the leaders around me, I want to make them better. At the end of the day, if somebody's with me six days or six years, if they're not a better leader by the time they leave, that's on me. And so I think the easiest way to do is adjust your posture, look up for a second, and stop worrying about yourself start worrying about the people around you and make them successful because I'm telling you beyond a shadow of a doubt you take care of the people around you you will improve as a leader you will be seen for the way you need to be seen and all of a sudden you're going to gain influence within that organization
0: yes that is so good focusing on your team that's something I'm really in my personal life trying to work on I've even had them just create I was like what are your goals outside of um, church, I'm a yeah. youth pastor, so I'm like outside of this ministry. What are your personal goals? How can I help you achieve those? Um, one of my one of my leaders was like, I want to write a book, and so I'm like, cool. How can I come alongside you, give you some guidance, and help you write that book?
1: Yeah, I think that's a uh, that's a really good question, and I or it's a quick thought for your team too, because that is leadership is how do I walk beside you? How do I, and people say that all the time to me, like, and I've always said this, I think you've probably heard me say this, Matt, from Catalyst days, like, I don't care what position I'm in, or what I've earned the right not to do, I'm always going to show the team that I'm willing to do whatever it takes, and if that means walking alongside you so that you're successful and you're growing, and that puts me behind on my work or that day, or, you know, there's still jobs to do, but at the end of the day, I am your advocate. That's what I want the team to know. I am with you, and I am for you. Uh, There was an old, there was a TV show called Parenthood. I don't know if you ever saw it. It was a great, great thing, but they had this little thing where the, uh, the, the older parents who, you know, all the kids come from the grandkids, they went to counseling and and he kept saying in one episode, I see you and I hear you. And I know it's funny, but that's true, right? If I go to a workplace and I'm on a team and my boss sees me and they hear me, I'm in whatever they need. I'm going to fight my tail off to make sure they're successful and I'm successful.
0: Wow, that is so good. Yeah, team building is is so important. Um, Tyler, that was such good stuff. I would love to ask you one more question. How do you lead yourself well?
1: Man, that goes back to really a lot of emotional intelligence, and that would be if you'd asked me what my second thing I would tell young leaders or leaders in general would be around emotional intelligence because that to me is the basis for creating great leadership. But emotional intelligence starts with self awareness. So I have fought super hard to understand myself. Um, it, it moves into self uh, regulation. And one of the older versions, one of the original versions, talks about motivation, empathy, and social skill. Those would be the five things. Well, one of the keys for me is understanding that I'm not super driven. A matter of fact, I'm not really not driven at all for my own gain, my own <laughs> achievement. Where I come alive and where I'm driven is by the the success of the people around me. By seeing. Others go. So I've had to just understand where my motivation comes from. So it forces me to be better. For instance, with my family, I know that if it was just me and it was up to me to exercise for my own achievement and my own sake, I probably wouldn't do it. But I like to do it because I want my family to know that I'm fighting to be healthy and I want these boys to have a, a dad around for a long time and I want my, my wife to have a husband around for a long time. That motivation is different than me just wanting to be in great shape because I want to look good. Does that make sense? So... It's really an understanding of I've had to learn how to motivate myself so that if because I understand how it affects others versus just trying to pull up my bootstraps and figure it out. So that's just some learning for me because I became self-aware of my own uniqueness.
0: Wow, that is so good. Yeah, I have emotional intelligence 2.0 literally sitting right here um, which, great is, book. which is a great, yeah, great book. I love that, Tyler. Um, you just launched a podcast. Could you tell, um, our people a little bit about it and where they can subscribe the name of it?
1: Yeah, it's just called the life giving leader podcast. Shocker. That's kind of what I talk about a lot, but, uh, it's been really a privilege for me. I've, I've done a lot of things for a lot of people. And finally I was like, you know, it's time me to me create my own little thing and I, I hosted the catalyst podcast for seven years so it's not like i'm new to the podcast world it's just i have created my own and so yeah just released a few weeks ago and got some great uh, great guests this first first round we've got i've already released one with joe Staxon and jefferson becky um kevin olasola from Pentatonics. he's the beatboxer on Pentatonics is going to be on Devin, uh, devon franklin uh john mark comer uh, jamie ivy it's just it's a great front kickoff And I just, for me, what's neat is I get to introduce a lot of my friends to my friends. And so, uh, but we talk about leadership, faith, family, and creativity.
0: Wow, I love that. I'm subscribed to it. It is, it's incredible. Um, Where can they find you on social media if they want to know more about kind of the things you're teaching and saying?
1: Yeah, it's just at Tyler Reagan, R-E-A-G-I-N. And uh, honestly, TylerReagan.com has that too. So you can kind of find out, see a little bit more about my business and the different things that I'm up to.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Tyler, for being with us today.
1: Thanks for having me, Matt.